What's shaking world? I'm Sean Storms. I'm Tom Schneider. And this is the No Rhythm Mixtape where we're giving our two and a half cents about whatever's relevant. I mean, whatever's relevant. There's no boundaries, no rhythms, no topics, no boxes, no nothing for real. Just great convo, great dialogue. Come fly with us. So what's going on, All Tommy? Right. Ah, nothing much. Nothing much. You tell so, me what's going on today. I don't know, man. Leangelo Ball just declared for the draft and... Uh, yeah, the, the internet's had fun with that one. Yeah, uh, I don't think his draft's, draft uh, grade is quite the same as his brother, Lonzo. I mean, no, no. Do you think that's more so because of him? Because of his actual, you know, for on the no, court just reasons him or because of his? Yeah, no, as a player. What's wrong with like, him? Even if it was off the court reasons, you, if you're Lonzo Ball last year and you go, you go uh, stealing in China in another country cause an international incident, he's still going to get minutes because Lonzo yeah. is a blue-chip prospect. Angelo's kind of – he's kind of the, uh, I guess, the less gifted brother out of all three what? of them, even though I don't like LaMelo. But um, Angelo, he was never really praised as being all that highly touted as a prospect. He was just kind of in the mix there. So I don't even think he'll – I'd be surprised if he honestly gets a look by any teams, if he gets worked out or anything. Okay, yeah, he's a 6'5 post player. Well, six, yeah, 6'4, six, 6'5 six, yeah. post player, number one. But uh, I had this conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, we just said, like, just what if, you know, what if it's the way of the world that somehow Leangelo becomes the, you know, the one ball brother, you know, because right now he's the, I don't want to say the prodigal son. He's the opposite of the prodigal son. But, yeah, he's the he's the oddball. Yeah. He is the oddball. But what if what if he's the one? What if he? I you mean, know, what if he what gets does his that shot indicate that he would be? Nothing. But I'm just he's saying. Gonna have to, he's gonna just, find a, he's gonna have to find a good steroid dealer. He's gonna have to find be blessed with. Uh, I mean, some he's diesel skills like, in basketball overnight. He's a, you mean, know he's a physical you know he's a physical presence. He you know he's a he's a big dude. Whoa. He's the Stephen Baldwin. He's the Stephen Baldwin of the Ball Brothers. You got Alec, who's who's the star. Billy, who's okay, who's the Lamelo, and then Stephen, who nobody even gives a shit about. Which one does um Trump? Alec. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other the other ones are just kind of they're just kind of there. Yeah. Um. I just like I the Lamelo and Leon. I think it'll be a. It, I think it'll be a, a wild, a wild plot twist if he's actually the. Um, if he's actually no, I would. That ball I just guy. don't know how plausible that is. I don't know how it would uh, happen either. I mean, what's it? What he did what drop seventy points today. Of that? How many? He dropped seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. again, seventy know, points is seventy points. You know, I know he's playing in a. Uh, a JV league. In Lithuania. Yeah, yeah. And no. I wonder how though that league would even stack up against a decent high school basketball team in the States. I don't know. I don't know how the quality of the league is. But 70 points is 70 points. you got to put the ball in the rim. I mean, Lithuania is known for uh, tall dudes. They've yeah. had a few good ball players. Linus yeah. Clays, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, and they've yeah, competed in the Olympics. See Lithuania? Uh, Tony Kukos? No, Tony Kukos is from like Croatia. Co- yeah, okay. I was about to say Kosovo. Oh, I saw Tony Kukoc at a D League game signing signing autographs. Yeah. 
last week. He was there as a guest. D League presentation and everything. It's uh, it's the G League now, but it's definitely not the same as the NBA. Yeah, I like not, that. Not as much glamour. Definitely a better name. The G, the G League? League. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's, dope name. It sounds a lot better than D League. It's it's, it's uh corporate backed Gatorade. Yeah. That's what that's what it stands for, but Oh so, I mean, oh that's yeah. what it stands for? Yeah. Oh, I had no yeah, idea. Doesn't sound as cool now, does it? No, it still sounds cool. Like the word like I mean the letter G is probably top three letters in the alphabet. So, that's an interesting take. Yeah. That's an interesting take. Versatile. G can stand for a lot of things. Yeah. Shred Detlef. Detlef is from West Germany. Oh, okay. So Close no, enough. he's not Lithuanian. I Almost. guess so. I don't know. Almost. I don't have Close a map with me. Are. For sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, Leangelo, I highly doubt it, and I'd be shocked. I'd be as shocked as him not only being a good player in the NBA, but making the NBA as I was about UMBC beating Virginia or uh, Loyola making the Final Four. Now, that's crazy. I love it. I love it. Are you rooting for them? Yes. They're not going to win, but yeah, I, I would love to see that. I mean, I... <sighs> Who do they? Who do they How, play? Did they play? They, they played play Michigan. They play Michigan. Ugh. Which will be a, a tough game. John Beeline. Yeah. One of the one of the best coaches in the country. Michigan will win, but I'm definitely I, I listen. There's no definitives in life. Michigan. Yeah, I mean, win, you you because they you they thought, you thought Virginia was gonna win. You, so did you? you <laughs> so did the whole world. Of course, yeah, of course, but. We don't know what will happen. I can tell you that Michigan will be a lot more prepared than Tennessee was or Miami was. And then when they played Nevada and Kansas State, there might have been talent. I mean, sure, those guys are all better recruits than the guys at Loyola. But Michigan is is uh, is much superior to those other two teams as far as talent goes. Well, yeah, let's, so let's they're not sneaking up on anybody. Let's be honest. Uh, Loyola did uh, whatever. Loyola did have the easiest path to the final four. If we're just being one hundred percent honest, for the weekend of the Sweet Sixteen, yes. For yeah. I mean, for anybody, but I mean, I mean they, they were in UVA's well, bracket, right? Miami's a tough team. They beat North Carolina. I think they might have beat Duke too. Uh, so Miami's a good team, and they were missing one of their best players. Miami's Tennessee's okay. a good team. Tennessee's a good team. So those are two two wins right there, and the two of the tougher wins in the opening weekend. They're, they, but, they were bottom. In the opening 20. weekend, those are two tough wins. Okay, talk about they talk to North top Carolina. Five teams. Talk like, to North the, Carolina and Cincinnati and Virginia about surviving that first weekend. It's not an easy. They are exactly get that's who was supposed to get through, but they didn't get through. So after right. that, that's really it. right. So the, you got to give them after that is really everybody. In front of them, they beat the teams that were. In front I, I'm of them. not trying to take anything away from, them, but if we're being honest, none of those teams they beat were Michigan. You know. I you know I hope the you know the the luck of Sister Jean or Sister is it Jean or Jean Jean Sister Jean yeah I, you know I hope I, I wish her blessings upon them. Yeah, Loyola is actually down the street from me, about a mile. I've never even given that school a consideration. You know, it's just it's there, and for them to make the Final Four is nuts. It's nuts, and yeah. people that kind of don't follow sports. Or college, not not just college basketball, just sports in general. Probably don't even get 
the sense of just how improbable this is. No, it's crazy. It's I don't know if it's bigger than George Mason making the Final Four, but it's... George Mason was kind of unprecedented. I mean, they were the second 11 seed to do it. LSU before them had made it in like 89 or something with... Uh, Shaq? Uh, Chris Jackson. No, Chris oh. Jackson, who changed his name to... Uh, Abdul Ma- yes, yes. And he was one of the... He was Kaepernick before Kaepernick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he kind of got blackballed by the NBA before uh, Kaepernick got blackballed by the NFL. Allegedly, so they say. Uh, I mean, oh. listen, I mean, he's definitely good enough to at least get a workout. Okay, And that, yeah. that hasn't happened. That's a good segue into what, something else I want to talk about next. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Now, if Johnny Manziel gets into the league, I mean, get... Man, if Johnny Manziel gets a look, I'm talking about consideration. I might, you know, I might do the whole boycott NFL thing. Not because I have any problem with Manziel. It's just the fact that Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. But you're talking Johnny Manziel, who started, what, eight games and was like two and six? Like yeah. he's under consideration. I mean, he was, I, I mean, I, I want him, you know, I want him to have another chance. I'm cool with him. I, you know, I, I think he's. You know, I think he's on the up and up. I, I think he's, you know, finally getting his stuff in order. And I know, like, I'm I'm all for, you know, people who've made made their mistakes, paid for, for their sure. mistakes. And, you know, I'm all for second chances. But that's bullshit, though. If Kaepernick yeah, still doesn't no, have a job, I, but Manziel, I, who hasn't done a quarter of what Kaepernick has done, if he gets a look. I mean, there's... Yeah, you can't, and that's not Manziel's fault. No, it's not. Man. Like, I'm not mad at Manziel. I'm mad at the yeah. NFL. I'm right, not boycotting right, Manziel. Right. I'm boycotting, you know, the NFL. I just, I think that's crazy. No, it's definitely, uh, it definitely brings into question. Uh, I don't even think into question. I think it, it's revealing of the yeah. fact that he is being blackballed. And uh, Manziel was actually even a pro. He, he he made a tweet or something like, "How do you compare to Kaepernick?" And he actually. Uh, said that you know Kaepernick's changing lives um mm. I'm just somebody who messed up and made a mistake and luckily getting another chance or trying to get another chance and he was kind of uh giving his respect to him yeah. which was what and I'm, I'm gonna try to pull up the tweet right now um and it was it was uh something that would definitely make a lot of Kaepernick supporters um, happy, I, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. No, really. uh, yeah, no, not really. But I, I don't know. It was, it was a. Let me try to pull up the quote. Yeah. Uh, shit, I don't know. These think, things are harder to find. In all you gotta the, do is uh, search it. Um, all you gotta do is search it. But I, I think, I think Kaepernick has the respect of most of his peers of. Sure. 95% of his peers, it's just, you know, the, the, the older, the older owners don't, if I could, I'm going to say it, the older white owners don't really, you know, they're not feeling them. And, you know, a part of the fan base is, well, they're just scared of the backlash. Yeah. They're scared of the backlash. I think, yeah, I think definitely around the league, you got, you got guys who would, would, uh, 
who are in support of Kaepernick and who do uh, look up to him in a way, I imagine, because they revere that he's doing things that they don't have. Uh, or that's that, yeah, Yeah, so to speak, yeah. So this is what Manziel said. He said, this will probably cause an uproar, but I'm tired of the Colin Kaepernick versus myself comparisons and anger. Cap is doing amazing things right now, changing lives and donating millions of dollars. Him, his impact off the fields from a societal standpoint is legendary and straight admirable. Yeah, he's right. And two, I, I'll, I'll be tired of the um, the comparisons too, because really from from just a football standpoint, there's no comparison. Like Manziel hasn't done shit since his freshman year of college. Literally. Uh, I mean... He played well the following year. He was he was a good player. He, was, he had he good was, years. He was, he, was he was solid. He was solid. He was solid. But again, he hasn't done shit since his freshman year of college. Like we're talking about, and when was this? Was like what twenty thirteen when he won the Heisman? Uh yes, twenty thirteen. Okay. So you really haven't, I mean, you, you had a decent year, but still at the college level, you haven't, you haven't did some, you haven't did anything in almost six years. As a matter of fact, the last time he took a snap was 821 days ago. How my math bad. How many years ago was that? That's uh, a year and a half, uh, over two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A little under three years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it happens, but yeah, I guess you could definitely say, it's a tyrannical government. That's just the argument. They know damn okay. well. I I don't think, I don't think they really think that. It, it's just a talking point. It's it's it's, it's like it's like one of those. Well, what about Chicago? When you don't give a damn about Chicago, it's just you know. I think it's, it's a, a little bit point. more than that. I don't. They think don't think, I think that. It, I mean, you got people that have freaking uh, apocalypse bunkers all over the place. You got that's you got different people though. That, I'm getting an apocalypse bunker. Uh, you're getting an apology. Yes. I'm, I'm saving you up know? for one. Fuck that. So what are you going to have in it? I don't Canned know. foods? You're going to have guns? Chicken. You're going to have guns in there? Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm have a gun. But at the, here's the thing. At the end of the day, if the, if the fucking government wanted to go to war against us, guess who's going to yeah. lose? Us. No matter how many AR-15s, AK-47s, or whatever you have. The government has nuclear bombs. What 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 is a gun gonna do against a government with you what know? What if they bomb their own land? Bombs? Then they're bombing themselves. Okay, the government has fighter they jets. They got drones. I, no, they I got, got drones. That. They got fighter jets. Tanks. They got all that. Yeah, so, I got I mean, it. I, I understand. If the government decides to invade us, guess what the fuck? Guess who's getting invaded? It is what it is. If any government decides to invade sovereign citizens, like that, yo, what was you know? What was written 400 years ago has has no bearing now. The forefathers couldn't have foresaw this. So, I mean, that's not the point. But I do think, I think that the, the thing is we've just become a, a society dependent on guns. You know, it's, 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 become a, it's become an industrial complex, you know, and it's, it's, just, it's just a reality that there's, you know, a gun for every human being in the United States. Yeah. Like well, I mean, I just think they're that this, not going the anywhere. There's no way. There's no way you could get rid of them. So, if all the good people get rid of guns, you know, 
Yeah. The the bad people ain't like they they're gone. Like I saw my like I, I saw my first AR fifteen when I was in eighth grade. And an eleventh mm-hmm. grader owned it. You know, like yeah. kids these these guns are here, you know, like these guns are on the street. So I'm I'm all for like people need to protect themselves. I I'm not proud that it's like that. You know, I'm I'm not Yeah. Um if if I could change it, I would. Like, you know, it, it's it's cool to go to London or Amsterdam, you know, and, and the gun where the gun culture is basically non-existent to right. the point that cops don't even carry guns unless they're unless they're protecting Parliament or something like that. You but know? that's not. You don't think that's possible here? Not hell no. It's not possible. Yeah. No, I mean I tend to agree with you, and I and I think the discussion is important to see if there are solutions to come to. But I just think both sides are just kind of plagued with these talking points where you're not going to find any type of common ground or solutions. No. And it's just, I mean, um, it's just filled with straw, straw man theories on each side and um, a complete total failure to really show any honest effort towards coming up with a solution, but rather to kind of grandstand and just try to feel like you're winning an argument. I'll be honest with you, Tom. I don't, I don't think there's a solution. I don't know what the solution would be. Like, what, what's, what's the solution? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, what the solution would be? You could ban bump stocks, but they're still out there. You know. Yeah, they're still going to be out there. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can make something illegal, and there's certainly the possibility that somebody can obtain it for sure. But. Is that like, do you say, do you just throw your hands in the air and say, okay, just because people are going to break the law anyway, we shouldn't have a law. I mean, if people who are saying that about guns, the people who are saying that about guns aren't saying that about abortions or immigration. So, so, I mean, like if there's a law that can even reduce the impact of something, it certainly should be explored. If if, if there's, if. I mean, there's data out there that says access to gun guns increases suicide rates. Okay. So, I mean, but again, it's like on the left, they're saying like, oh, we don't want to completely ban guns. We, we just want gun control. And, and then on the right, it's just there's this paranoia that they're trying to take the guns away. They... So, there has to be some, somebody has to you have to um forget about the right because you know like nobody's taking any guns away because the Second Amendment's not getting overturned so that's out the question both sides know that and the, the left which has been the problem for the last couple of, well the last the last few years for probably longer than that with with the left and, and Democrats they don't have. They 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 never want to come up with solutions. So you you say gun control just identify problems. What is gun control? Yeah, you just I, I okay. You identified the problem. What are you gonna do about it? You can't ban guns. You know that. But what is gun control? Like no nobody's ever broken down like what specifically will be a good idea. Okay, let's ban bump stocks. But mind you, assault weapons were banned up until two thousand and eight because there, mm-hmm. there was a there was a ban on assault weapons. Supreme Court. Yeah. So, I think it was Heller. Was so, the, like, uh, um, let's think about that. There were mass shootings then. So, 
and I'm a, I'm all for an assault rifle ban. Like I don't I don't see yeah. a point in. I mean, in there's obviously a threshold. Weapons. I mean, automatic weapons are illegal, so there's obviously been a threshold established. Are they to say okay? Yeah, automatic weapons aren't legal. Semi-automatic oh. are. AR-15s okay. are legal, but there there's a threshold when it comes to weaponry that the that people have acknowledged that exists. So I mean. I guess they they've determined that they don't want that threshold. The NRA or these people don't want that threshold to uh, creep towards the AR-15. Maybe so, yeah, and that and that's a fair that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. It's like if these mass shooters are obtaining these guns legally, maybe we should make it a way where they aren't able to do that. Is it still possible that they can? Sure. Yeah. But it's like when you make drunk driving illegal, people still do it. Right. But. And a lot of these dudes. There's certainly legislation that reduces that from happening. And see, I do think, you know, I do think maybe it would be a good idea because a lot of these dudes, they're not criminals per se. Like, they're not career criminals that, you know. Yeah, they could pass background checks or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. they could pass background checks. So you make them legal. I don't know how many of these guys would be willing to, you know, go into that underworld of, you know, of acquiring illegal AR-15s because you're not getting them from, you know, Gus up the street anymore. You got to yeah. deal with some truly shady characters like in person, right. you know, <laughs> where so, they're like, why, what are you getting this for? Yeah, not not even. I mean, if you have the money, then then you have the money. But like you really think a, a, a Dylan Roof, so like Dylan Roof is a pussy who had a gun. You know, yeah. you really think Dylan right. Roof would be a would be willing to like maneuver in the streets in the underworld? I doubt it. He's you know, or or even um the the Douglas shooter, mm-hmm. um, Cruz. Yeah, I don't like. I don't, I really don't like saying their names, but like. I mean, it is what it is. It's like it's not. They're not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, but I, yeah. Anyway. Those dudes aren't moving around in the underworld, so I I do think like that'll deter some of the crazies because these crazy people yeah, are absolutely. halfway crazy. They they they're crazy, but they're not tough. They're just yeah, you know right. I hate For to the use the word part, yeah. um you know they're still terrorists, but they're just d- disturbed terrorists. Yeah, they're, I mean they're mentally I disturbed. I don't know. I I see no problem with laws. I, I mean, um, but yeah, I mean I think that the left needs to be more concise in what they're trying to argue, you know? Right. Um, and, and that's not these kids jobs either. I, I like that. They're, you know, that, that, you know, that they're yeah. marching and bringing awareness no, that's to the great. cause, that's but great. what are they going to do? You know, I mean, what are these pilots, what are the adults going to do? You know, for sure. And, and I mean, it's crazy that some of the things people are saying about these kids, oh like my God. Know, the the names that they call them, like that state rep running for office in in Maine, calling the Emma Gonzalez a, a lesbian skinhead. I mean, just uh, is, yo, it's crazy. crazy. You talk, it's crazy. Kids. It's crazy. And that's you know, know that's the scary part about one it. of the most traumatic things that anybody will ever go through. So uh, you definitely got to have a lot of compassion for these kids, and they definitely have a right to have a platform and speak because they can speak from that perspective at the same time to anoint them as the future of policymaking um and and automatically kind of i get this sense that it's being like all these kids of the future they're gonna they're gonna be our leaders into the future i mean 
Well, I'm, what what qualifies them to do that right now? Nothing. Policymakers make policy. So, I mean, you can lobby. You definitely make lobbying efforts, efforts as a public, and that's what they're trying to do, which is great. But, I mean, I, I remember one of the kids, it was David Hogg and the other one, the other dude. Now, not the one with the red hair, but he was on the Bill Maher show. Uh-huh. And, and he says at the end, it's like closing uh, closing saying was, you know, you guys fucked up the country. I'm saying you guys, basically talking about everyone. He says, you guys fucked everything up before us, and we're here to make it better and fix everything that you ruined. It's like, yeah. dude... What are you talking about, man? It's just what are you right. talking about? No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> right about what? Baby boomers right fucked up the country, man. Baby boomers are continuing to fuck up the country. Yeah, but I mean, listen, uh, that's such a a sweeping statement to make. Everything that's and, wrong is everything that's wrong with the United States is is baby from the baby boomer generation. And granted, we haven't, you know, our generation, the generation under us, hasn't been around long enough to fuck stuff up. We're gonna fuck stuff up too, but you know, and they probably will too. Yeah. So it's like absolutely. I mean, we're all in this together. So yeah, I mean, but certainly made mistakes along the way, but I mean, just the the know it allness of it all. Uh, it's just kind of just indicative of just 17 year old behavior where you think you know everything and you have all the answers. And then once you kind of get into adulthood and you realize when life starts happening, you don't know as much as you thought you did. Right. But two things here, at least they're on my side. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I'm with them. And the, the thing that, yeah, me too, in the, a way, the thing that hurts, right. Is, um, is the fact that there's is the is the lack of compassion for these being kids who just you know right. like you said yeah. they just you know they were part of one of the most traumatic things that can happen to anybody and you don't agree yeah. with their message and they're, they're, like you act like they're marching to I don't like I don't know to yeah it's not mean spirited what they're marching about yeah they're, they're like mean spirited about it yeah they're you know they they're genuinely concerned about something and and, and they're, right. at the end of the day they're kids of course that you know they they have a lot to learn they're not you know they're not perfect yeah. but to, right. to say right. some of the things that, that that people are saying just because they're marching for something that you may that not agree, agree with, with. Right. but they're marching at the, at the end of the day like they're you know at the essence of it they're hurt and they're you know they're, they're scared and if, mm-hmm. if a school shooting doesn't tug on doesn't tug on your heart on your heartstrings, which we which we learned that with uh, Sandy Hook. Then, damn, mm-hmm. well, what the fuck will it take for people to really be concerned about you know about the epidemic of school shootings? If if you know like kids, you know kids getting killed and kids, you know marching and and being active, being proactive about you know their own safety. The safety of kids doesn't matter to you. Like you're you know you're that paranoid about your gun being taken away that the safety of a child isn't that cool to you or, or, or doesn't you know doesn't do anything for you like it's just what type of people you're dealing with and ultimately those type of people end up on the wrong side of history because history you know yeah, society totally. only gets more and more compassionate as as we progress society's going to keep yeah. progressing you know right. it has been since day one and there's you know there's mm-hmm. always that you know that that tractional energy, so to speak, that you know pushes back the other way. But those people end up on the wrong side of history, and you no, know I agree. they look I back agree. and act like and say, "Damn, 
that's crazy that people used to think that way. Bitch, you think that way. Like, you know, it's right. crazy that people, used, you know, it's crazy that people were against Muhammad Ali, you know. It's crazy Obama that people that people fought for slavery, you know. It's crazy right. that people were against Martin Luther King. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, but you know, it's okay to be against Kaepernick. It's okay for, you know, to be against kids fighting for their safety. Oh, that's different. 30 years from now, not even 30 years from now, 10 years from now, let's, you know, they're going to have to revisit this. I think the tide's this. already changed in, for Kaepernick, not in the NFL, but as far as how he's going to be received by the general population when they yeah. realize this guy's never going to get a, a look again. Well, you have, you know, people who abused their wives and, and uh, their girlfriends and mm. done all this stuff are getting second chances, and this guy's not. And then you have another police shooting and something yeah. that Kaepernick was fighting for. Like he's the one that's going to look very favorably in the end. Oh, it's course. just uh, as far as what, what uh, I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way with the March is just kind of the animosity uh, that was directly. Like, ultimately you got to think the person who did this is the shooter. Who's like, that's the one that's the, the culprit here mm. and it's just i mean i think a lot of people look at it like okay what did like the nra did not they did not do this shooting mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't commit this crime maybe they stand for something that is it's just i don't know I, i'm trying to find the words for this but does what the NRA stand for enable somebody like Nicholas Cruz? That's a question that I feel like they they say yes. And I'm trying to find I'm trying to wrap my head around like kind how of, do you prove that's the case? Kind of. Because the NRA doesn't the NRA I like, guess that they're so resistant to any form of gun control. Yeah. That they're they're empowering these people by being able to legally get their hands on high caliber weapons. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess I answered my own question, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, okay. Ultimately, it, yeah, they're doing the right thing. They're, it, they're doing. They're fighting for something they believe in, and that's that's a positive. That's absolutely. a net positive. And as far as the NRA, the thing is, like they on paper, they're designed. To also, you know, they're, they're a protective agency. They're, they're here to yeah. protect your rights to have guns and protect, you know, and protect your rights. The earning power of, man, of gun manufacturers. I'm sorry? The earning power of gun manufacturers. Well, yeah, but they're, they're, they're here to protect your right to protect. Because the, the whole point of having guns is for what? Protection. For, for the most part. Hunting. That. Hunting, sport, okay. But protection is what they're supposed to be concerned with, right? Because mm -hmm. they, they want people to have guns in order to protect themselves. But right. there seems to be on the part of the NRA uh, less of an interest in actually uh, citizen protection than... Uh, just the concept of just being able to, to have... have a gun, you know, at, right. at what cost. Like, they don't care about yeah. the cost. Like, they're, they're not concerned with human lives. They ultimately don't care about protection. And we found that out with, especially... Especially if you don't fit a certain demographic, and we found that out with Philando Castillo. Philando Castillo, that was, yeah. you know, that yeah. that was like, like he did everything case. by the book. Yeah, right. right. That was 
the perfect case of something that the NRA is supposed to stand for, crickets, mm-hmm. crickets yep. be. So, yeah, that, totally. that's why we need to uh, take a long, hard look at the NRA. Yeah, I got so, you. Did you just – so you told me before this we started recording, Beyonce got bit in the face. Yeah, according to Tiffany Haddish. So we're wow. trying, it was by an actress. She said by it was an by, actress. by an unnamed actress. And Are we going to uh, speculate on who that actress was? Well, the Beehive already uh, pinned it on Sanaa Lathan, who denied it. I don't, I don't know where we got that from. She seems pretty stable. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just can't see Sanaa Lathan biting anybody. Like, that's just... All right, so my childhood. So this is a black actress that we're. The, is this, the, someone huh? on Twitter had the um. Let me see if I can pull this tweet up. Somebody on Twitter had the perfect Seems like take. Courtney loves Allie though. So yeah. she was at that party. Only somebody said only a, a white woman, a white girl on Twitter said, "I as a white woman had to think that only a white woman would do that because only she could feel privileged enough to to uh, violate Beyonce's force field." Um, Tommy Lauren, Lauren. No fucking time, yo. That was man. Listen, <laughs> listen don't, don't even start that, man. That's not what the world needs oh, right man. now. Oh man. Oh gosh. I, I had to set the world. I hate down. that she's so attractive. I just hate it. Yeah, I know. And you know who made her famous, right? Charlemagne. No, just oh. my people, us. Okay. Like, I mean, he's a strong representative of your people. Huh? Charlemagne's a strong representative of your people, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, not not just you mean him. Black it's, Twitter. It's bigger, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go, Black Twitter. You know, and it's like, it's like, um, just being oh my god, to... yeah. Like, cause people, <laughs> people don't understand how media works. You know, like pe- yeah. people really think that these these big media conglomerates care about what you think. They don't care about what you think. They only care about what you see. And if you see them, they're cool with it. People over there yeah. like calling for yeah. the resin, the, the the resignation of uh, or the firing of Tommy Loren. Like you get fifty thousand, you get fifty thousand people to sign a petition that says that's fifty thousand views right there. That means all fifty thousand of those people have. Well, you got shares too, so then that's gonna multiply because yes. you know they're sharing and they're making a statement. Yeah. But uh, she was definitely she. I always I always feel like whenever you have somebody who's attractive like her or, or just even this even goes for anyone that just is, is a voice for conservatism. That's kind of a, of a a unique voice. If they, if you have, whether it's a, like conservatives love just hot blonde girls espousing their beliefs. So I feel like she definitely tried to make it as an actress or something in another light earlier on. Or even just maybe even a legitimate media source, and then it wasn't working for her. So then she just started going off the rails. Well, yeah, because she was you know she was liberal. She was liberal early on. Yeah, and you know you know liberal media puttings are a dime a dozen. You know, I mean the media is largely, very largely liberal. So yeah. So if you wanted to break out, if you wanted to break out yourself, you could just start talking about pizza gate. Yeah, and, I'd and have to Fox be Sheriff News Joe Clark. Fox News will put you right on. Hell oh, yeah. they put you right on, yeah. If I was yeah. Sheriff Joe Clark or um, what's that old-ass NFL player who something Burgess. It's like it's one of those people with two last names. I don't, I don't trust those type of people. Stacey Dash. Yeah, Stacey Dash is an interesting she, case because she ain't popping. She's fine as shit, but she ain't popping. 
I think she's running for office. Yeah. Okay. Is she the one that bit Beyonce? Yeah, I doubt it. It it, it was a listen, man. It was, I'll, I'm I'm gonna say Lena Dunham or, or Amy Schumer. It was a it was a <laughs> it was a liberal progressive ass white woman, probably oh, Chrissy Teigen man. or somebody. Like it was. I don't know. I don't think no, Chrissy Teigen's white. She's not. Oh, she's probably like uh, uh, what's Don't that? Uh, no, Italian's white. She's like you know a mix. She's she's definitely mixed with something, maybe Hawaiian or something. I don't know. I have no idea. She looks Croatian to me, but yeah. So how bad is the bite? Is this I don't a know. chunk? Is she gonna be scarred? Does she need <laughs> this was a long surgery? time ago after the at the, at the Grammy party. It's like, a long time ago. Have you seen okay. that picture of Beyonce and Tiffany Haddish? That selfie that Tiffany Haddish took with Beyonce. No. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, it was that night when they took it. So, uh, apparently... Okay, before. Beforehand. I'm guessing. And, you know, uh, they they fell out that night. They fell out? Yeah, so, because, you know, uh, Beyonce threw a shot at her on that song with uh, Beyonce, on that song with Jay-Z and Future. That Khaled song. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't hear that. What did she say? <sighs> I forgot. I only, that, that song's pretty bad. I only listened to it once. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, what did, what did, what did, how, did, how did Tiffany Haddish respond? I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't think Tiffany's gonna go at Beyonce. I don't think anybody will go at Beyonce because the Beehive will get you all the way the fuck up out of here like they did my baby <laughs> Carrie Hilson. <laughs> well, what did she do? She had they, they, her and Beyonce had beef. Like I, I guess she over was, what. Uh, uh, basically, but more or less, because Carrie felt like she should be, well, she should be Beyonce. She felt yeah. like she was more talented than Beyonce, and oh, you know, really? I'm not. So she did like the, uh, so she treated like stand up treat Kevin Hart. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, I mean, yeah, never mind. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I love Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not She's about still... to piss the Beehive off. Um. Yeah, I like Carrie too. She made uh, she she had a couple good songs. Now now no, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't make music no more. Beehive got her all the way up out of there. You just, wow, you, know, you can't you can't expect to diss Beyonce and just watch blessings rain down. So so I'm I'm, I'm trying to tread lightly here because I'm not trying to get stung. Are you trying to? Hey, you got to get this podcast popping, man. You got to get this on the. Man, this listen, is this is how you make waves. They will get us banned from iTunes, man. They'll find a way to get us banned from iTunes. <laughs> I ain't, listen, I'm not messing with God. Find out our God addresses. Beyonce. Find out our addresses. Yeah. Find go go through the iCloud. Find all the damning pictures. Listen. Ruin our lives. Listen, the 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 Beehive is the is the new Secret Service. Like they're big, they're they're big sister. They're, they're always watching, waiting for you to. <laughs> Waiting for you to run a foul, man. Like I, I ain't crossing the beehive. I'll, I'll play with the IRS while I play with the beehive. Okay, is, that's. I guess that's the lesson of the day. Then, don't mess don't, with the beehive. Do not, not fuck right. with the beehive. But yeah. All right. So until next time. Yup. I'm Sean Storms. Tom Schneider. And this has been the Know Where the Mixtape. We're out of here. Have a good day. What's shaking world? I'm Sean Storms. I'm Tom Schneider. And this is the No Rhythm Mixtape where we're giving our two and a half cents about whatever's relevant. I mean, whatever's relevant 
There's no boundaries, no rhythms, no topics, no boxes, no nothing for real. Just great convo, great dialogue. Come fly with us. So what's going on, All Tommy? Right. Ah, nothing much. Nothing much. You tell so, me what's going on today. I don't know, man. Leangelo Ball just declared for the draft, and uh, yeah, the the internet's had fun with that one. Yeah, uh, I don't think his draft draft uh, grade is quite the same as his brother, Lonzo. I mean, no, no. Do you think that's more so because of him? Because of his actual, you know, for on the no, court just reasons him or because of his? Yeah, no, as a player. What's wrong with like, him? Even if it was off the court reasons. You, if you're Lonzo Ball last year and you go, you go uh, stealing in China in another country cause an international incident, he's still going to get minutes because Lonzo yeah. is a blue chip prospect. He's Angelo's right. kind of... He's kind of the, uh, I guess, the less gifted brother out of all three of them. Even though I don't like Lamelo, but Leangelo, um, he was never really praised as being all that highly touted as a prospect. He was just kind of in the mix there. So I don't even think he'll. I'd be surprised if he honestly gets a look by any teams if he gets worked out or anything. Okay, yeah, he's a six-five post player. Well, six, yeah, six-four, six-five yeah. post player, number one. But. Uh, I had this conversation with a friend of mine, and uh, we just said, like, just what if, you know, what if it's the way of the world that somehow Leangelo becomes the, you know, the one ball brother, you know, because right now he's the, I don't want to say the prodigal son, he's the opposite of the prodigal son. But yeah, he's the he's the odd ball. He yeah. is the odd ball. But what if what if he's the one? What if he, you I mean, know, what if he what gets his shot? What does that indicate that he would be? Nothing, but I'm just he's saying. He's going to have to. He's gonna find. A, he's gonna have to find a good steroid dealer. He's gonna have to find. Be blessed with. Uh, I mean, some he's diesel skills like, in basketball overnight. He's. A, you mean, know, he's a physical. You know, he's a physical presence. He. You know, he's a. He's a big dude. Well, he's the Stephen Baldwin. He's the Stephen Baldwin of the Ball Brothers. You got Alec, who's who's the star. Billy, who's okay. Who's the Lamelo, and then Stephen, who nobody even gives a shit about. Which one does um Trump? Alec. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other the other ones are just kind of they're just kind of there. Yeah. Um I'll just like the just, Lamello and Leon. I think it'll be a it, I think it'll be a, a wild a wild plot twist if he's actually the um if he's actually no, that ball guy. I just guy. don't know how plausible that is. I don't know how it would uh, happen either. I mean What's it what He did what drop 70 points today. Of that? How many? He dropped 70. 70? Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. Against, you 70 know, points is 70 points. You know, I know he's playing in a, uh, a JV league. In Lithuania. Yeah. Yeah. And no. I wonder how though that league would even stack up against a decent high school basketball team in the States. I don't know. I don't know how the quality of the league is. But 70 points is 70 points. you got to put the ball in the rim. I mean, Lithuania is known for uh, – Tall dudes. They've yeah. had a few good ball players. Linus yeah. Clays, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, and they've yeah, competed in the Olympics. See, look at uh, Tony Kukoc? No. no, Tony Kukoc is from like Croatia. Yeah, okay. I was about to say Kosovo. I saw Tony Kukoc at a D League game signing, signing autographs. Yeah. Last week, he was there as a guest. D League presentation and everything. It's, uh, it's the G League now, but it's definitely. Not the same as the NBA. 
Yeah, I like not, that. Not name, as much glamour. Definitely a better name. The G, the G League? League. Yeah, that's a and that's a that's, dope name. Sounds a lot better than D League. It's it's uh, corporate backed Gatorade. Yeah, that's what that's what it stands for. But oh, so, I mean, oh, that's yeah. what it stands for. Yeah, oh, I had no yeah, idea. Doesn't sound as cool now, does it? No, it still sounds cool. Like the word, like I mean, the letter G is probably top three letters in the alphabet. So, that's an interesting take. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Versatile G can stand for a lot of things. Yeah, Trent Detlef. Detlef is from West Germany. Oh, okay. So Close no, enough. he's not Lithuanian. I Almost. guess so. I don't know. Almost. I don't have a map with me. Are. For sure. Yeah, but yeah, Leangelo, I highly doubt it. And I'd be shocked. I'd be as shocked as him not only being a good player in the NBA, but making the NBA as I was about UMBC beating Virginia or uh, Loyola making the Final Four. Now that's crazy. I love it. I love it. Are you rooting for them? Yes. They're not going to win, but yeah, I, I would love to see that. I mean, I, who do they, who do they how, play? Did they play? They, they played play Michigan. They play Michigan. Ugh. Which will be a, a tough game. John Beeline. Yeah. One of the one of the best coaches in the country. Michigan will win, but I'm definitely I, I listen. There's no definitives in life. Michigan. Yeah, I mean, win, you, you because they, you, they thought, you thought Virginia was going to win. You, so did you? you <laughs> so did the whole world. Of course, yeah, of course. But we don't know what will happen. I can tell you that Michigan will be a lot more prepared than Tennessee was or Miami was. And then when they played Nevada and Kansas State, there might have been talent. I mean, sure, those guys are all better recruits than the guys at Loyola. But Michigan yeah. is is uh, is much superior to those other two teams as far as talent goes. Well, yeah, let's, so they're let's not sneaking honest. up on anybody. Let's be honest. Uh, Loyola did, uh, look, whatever. Loyola did have the easiest path to the Final Four, if we're just being 100% honest. For the weekend of the Sweet 16, yes. For, yeah. I mean, for anybody. But I mean, I mean they, they were in UVA's well, bracket, right? Miami's a tough team. They beat North Carolina. I think they might have beat Duke, too. Uh, so Miami's a good team, and they were missing one of their best players. Miami's Tennessee's okay. a good team. Tennessee's a good team. So those are two two wins right there, and the two of the tougher wins in the bottom, opening weekend. They're, they're, they were bottom in the opening 20. weekend. Those are two tough wins. Okay, talk about they talk to North top Carolina. Five teams. Talk like to North the, Carolina and Cincinnati and Virginia about surviving that first weekend. It's not an easy. They all exactly. Get That's who was supposed to get through, but they didn't get through. So after right. that, that's really it. Right. So the, you the field after that they is really everybody. They beat the teams that were in front of them. They beat the teams that were in front of them. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but if we're being honest, none of those teams they beat were Michigan. You know, I you know I hope the you know the, the luck of Sister Jean or Sister is it Jean or Jean? Jean. Sister Jean. Yeah. I, you know, I hope I, I wish her blessings upon them. Yeah, Loyola is actually down the street from me, about a mile. I've never even given that school a consideration. You know, it's just it's there, and for them to make the Final Four is nuts. It's nuts, and yeah. people that kind of don't follow sports or, or college, not not just college basketball, just sports in general, probably don't even get the sense of just how improbable this is. No, it, it's crazy. It's. Uh... I don't know if it's bigger than George Mason making the Final Four, 
but it's, George Mason was kind of unprecedented. I mean, they were the second 11 seed to do it. LSU before them had made it in like 89 or something with, uh, uh, Chris Jackson. No, Chris oh. Jackson, who changed his name to uh, Mamu Abdul. Ma- yes, yes, and he was one of the. He was Kaepernick before Kaepernick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he kind of got blackballed by the NBA before uh, Kaepernick got blackballed by the NFL. Allegedly, so they say. Uh, I mean, oh. listen. I mean, he's definitely good enough to at least get a workout. Okay, and that yeah. that hasn't happened. That's a good segue into what something else I want to talk about next. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Now, if Johnny Manziel gets into the league, I mean, get man, if Johnny Manziel gets a look, I'm talking about consideration. I might, you know, I might do the whole boycott NFL thing. Not because I have any problem with Manziel. It's just the fact that Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. But you're talking. Johnny Manziel, who started what eight games and was like two and six, like yeah. he's under consideration. I mean, he was. I, I mean, I I want him. You know, I want him to have another chance. I'm cool with him. I, you know, I think he's. You know, I think he's on the up and up. I, I think he's. You know, finally getting his stuff in order. And I know, like, I'm. I'm all for you know, people who've made made their mistakes, paid for, for their sure. mistakes, and you know, I'm all for second chances. But that's bullshit, though. If Kaepernick yeah, still doesn't no, have a job, but Manziel, I, who hasn't done a quarter of what Kaepernick has done, if he gets a look, I mean, there's yeah, you can't, and that's not Manziel's fault. No, it's not. Man. Like I'm not mad at Manziel. I'm mad at the yeah. NFL. I'm right, not boycotting right, Manziel. Right. I'm boycotting, you know, the NFL. I just, I think that's crazy. No, it's definitely, uh, it definitely brings into question. Uh, I don't even think into question. I think it, it's revealing of the yeah. fact that. He is being blackballed, and uh, Manziel was actually even approached. He, he he made a tweet or something like, "How do you compare to Kaepernick?" And he actually uh, said that you know Kaepernick's changing lives. Um, um, I'm just somebody who messed up and made a mistake, and luckily getting another chance or trying to get another chance. And he was kind of uh, giving his respect to him. Yeah. Which was, which, and I'm, I'm going to try to pull up the tweet right now. Um, and it was, it was uh, something that would definitely make a lot of Kaepernick supporters um, happy, I, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. Not uh, really. Yeah, no, not really. But I, I don't know. It was, it was a, let me try to pull up the quote. Yeah. Uh, shit. I don't know. These I things think, are harder to find. All you gotta the, do is uh, search it. Um, all you gotta do is search it. But I, I think, I think Kaepernick has the respect of most of his peers. Of for sure, ninety-five percent of his peers. It's just you know, the 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 older, the older owners don't. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. The older white owners don't really. You know, they're not feeling them, and you know. A part of the fan base. Is, well, they're just is scared of the backlash. Yeah, they're scared of the backlash. I think and the... Yeah, I think definitely around the league, you got you got guys who would would uh, who are in support of Kaepernick and who do uh, look up to him in a way. I imagine because they revere that he's doing things that they don't have 
Uh, or that's that, true. Yeah, yeah, so to speak, yeah. So this is what Manziel said. He said, this will probably cause an uproar, but I'm tired of the Colin Kaepernick versus myself comparisons and anger. Cap is doing amazing things right now, changing lives and donating millions of dollars. Him, his impact off the fields from a societal standpoint is legendary and straight admirable. Yeah, he's right. And two, I, I'll, I'll be tired of the um, the comparisons too, because really from from just a football standpoint, there's no comparison. Like, Manziel hasn't done shit since his freshman year of college. Literally. Uh, I mean... He played well the following year. He was he was a good player. He, was, he had he good was, years. He was, he, was he was solid. He was solid. He was solid. But again, he hasn't done shit since his freshman year of college. Like we're talking about, and when was this? Was like what twenty thirteen when he won the Heisman? Uh yes, twenty thirteen. Okay. So, so you really haven't, ago. I mean, you, you had a decent year, but it's still at the college level. You haven't, you haven't did some, you haven't did anything in almost six years. As a matter of fact, the last time he took a snap was 821 days ago. How, my math's bad. How many years ago was that? That's that two uh, or three. A year a and a half, uh, over two years ago. Yeah. yeah. A little under three years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it happens, but yeah, I guess you could definitely say, it's a tyrannical government. That's just the argument. They know damn okay. well. I I don't think, I don't think they really think that. It, it's just a talking point. It's 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 like it's like one of those. Well, what about Chicago? When you don't give a damn about Chicago, it's just you know. I think it's, it's a, a little bit point. more than that. I don't. They think don't think, I think that. that. I mean, you got people that have freaking uh, apocalypse bunkers all over the place. You got that's you got different people though. That, I'm getting an apocalypse bunker. Uh, you're getting an apocalypse. Yes. I'm, I'm saving you know? up for one. Fuck that. So what are you going to have in it? I don't Hand know. Foods? You're going to have guns? Chicken. You're going to have guns in there? Yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm to have a gun. But at the, here's the thing. At the end of the day, if the, if the fucking government wanted to go to war against us, guess who's going to yeah. lose? Us. No matter how many AR-15s, AK-47s, or whatever you have, the government has nuclear bombs. What what is a gun gonna do against a government with you what know? What if they bomb their own land? Bombs? Then they're bombing themselves. Okay, the government has fighter they jets. They got drones. I, no, they I got, got drones. That. They got fighter jets. Tanks. They got all that. Yeah, so, I got I mean, it. I, I understand. If it. the government decides to invade us, guess what the fuck? Guess who's getting invaded? It is what it is. If any government decides to invade sovereign citizens, like that, yo, what was you know? What was written 400 years ago has has no bearing now. The forefathers couldn't have foresaw this. So, I mean, that's not the point. But I do think, I think that the, the thing is we've just become a, a society dependent on guns. You know, it's, 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 become a, it's become an industrial complex, you know, and it's, it's, just, it's just a reality that there's, you know, a gun for every human being in the United States. Yeah. Like well, I mean, I just couple, think they're the not dis- going the anywhere. There's no way. There's no way you could get rid of them. So if all the good people get rid of guns, you know, yeah, the the bad people ain't like they're, they're gone. Like I saw my like I, I saw my first AR-15 when I was in eighth grade, and an eleventh mm-hmm. grader owned it. You know, like yeah, kids, 
these these guns are here, you know, like these guns are on the street. So I'm I'm all for like people need to protect themselves. I I'm not proud that it's like that, you know. I'm I'm not. Yeah. Um, if if I could change it, I would. Like you know, it, it's cool to go to London or Amsterdam, you know, and, and the gun where the gun culture is basically non-existent to right. the point that cops don't even carry guns unless they're unless they're protecting Parliament or something like that. You but know? that's not. You don't think that's possible here? Not hell no. It's not possible. Yeah. No, I mean I tend to agree with you, and I and. I think the discussion is important to see if there are solutions to come to, but I just think both sides are just kind of plagued with these talking points where you're not going to find any type of common ground or solutions. No. And it's just, I mean, um, it's just filled with straw, straw man theories on each side and um, a complete total failure to really show any honest effort towards coming up with a solution but rather to kind of grandstand and just try to feel like you're winning an argument i'll be honest with you tom i don't i don't think there's a solution i don't know what the solution would be like what what's what's the solution i don't i don't i don't know like what the solution would be you could ban bump stocks but they're still out there you know yeah, they're still going to be out there, but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can make something illegal, and there's certainly the possibility that somebody can obtain it for sure. But is that like, do you say, do you just throw your hands in the air and say, okay, just because people are going to break the law anyway, we shouldn't have a law? I mean, if well, I like people who are saying that about ways. guns, the people who are saying that about guns aren't saying that about abortions or immigration. So. Yeah, so, I mean, like, if there's a law that can even reduce the impact of something, I, I, it certainly should be explored. Okay. If, there, if, if there's, if, I mean, there's data out there that says access to gun guns increases suicide rates. Okay. So, I mean, but again, it's like on the left, they're saying, like, oh, we don't want to completely ban guns. We, we just want gun control. And and then on the right, it's just there's this paranoia that they're trying to take the guns away. They, so there has to be some, uh, somebody has to, you have to um, forget about the right because, you know, like nobody's taking any guns away because the Second Amendment's not getting overturned. So that's out the question. Both sides know that. And the, the left, which has been the problem for the last couple, well, the last, the last few years, for probably longer than that with, with the left and, and Democrats they don't have they 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 never want to come up with solutions so you you say gun control just identify problems what is gun control yeah you just I, I okay you identified the problem what are you going to do about it you can't ban guns you know that but what is gun control like no nobody's ever broken down like what specifically will be a good idea okay let's ban bump stocks but mind you Assault weapons were banned up until 2008 because there, mm -hmm. there was a there was a ban on assault weapons. Supreme Court. Yeah, so, I think it was Heller. Was so the, like, uh... um, let's think about that. There were mass shootings then. So, and I'm a, I'm all for an assault rifle ban. Like I don't I don't see yeah. a point in. I mean, in there's obviously a weapons. threshold. I mean, automatic weapons are illegal. So there's obviously been a threshold established. Are they to say okay? Yeah, automatic weapons aren't legal. 
semi-automatic oh. are. AR-15 is okay. illegal, but there there's a threshold when it comes to weaponry that the that people have acknowledged that exists. So I mean, I guess they they've determined that they don't want that threshold. The NRA or these people don't want that threshold to uh, creep towards the AR-15. Maybe so, yeah, and that and that's a fair that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. It's like if these mass shooters are obtaining these guns legally, maybe we should make it a way where they aren't able to do that. Is it still possible that they can? Sure. Yeah. But it's like when you make drunk driving illegal, people still do it. Right. But. And a lot of these dudes. There's certainly legislation that reduces that from happening. And see, I do think, you know, I do think maybe it would be a good idea because. Uh, a lot of these dudes, they're not criminals per se. Like they're not career criminals. That you know, yeah, they can pussies. pass background checks. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Who could pass? They could pass background checks. So you make them legal. I don't know how many of these guys would be willing to you know go into that underworld of you know of acquiring illegal AR-15s because you're not getting them from you know Gus up the street anymore. You got to yeah. deal with some truly shady characters like in person. Right, right. You know, where so, they're like, why? What are you getting this for? Yeah, not not even. I mean, if you have the money, then then you have the money. But like, you really think a a, a Dylan Roof, so like Dylan Roof is a pussy who had a gun, you know? Yeah, you really think Dylan right. Roof would be able, would be willing to like maneuver in the streets in the underworld? I doubt it. He's you know, or or even um the the Douglas shooter, mm-hmm. um, Cruz. Yeah, I don't like. I don't, I really don't like saying their names, but like. I mean, it is what it is. It's like it's not. They're not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, but I, yeah. Anyway, those dudes ain't, aren't moving around in the underworld, so I I do think like that'll deter some of the crazies because these crazy people yeah, are absolutely. halfway crazy. They they they're crazy, but they're not tough. They're just yeah, you know. Right. I hate For to the use the word. Part, yeah. Um, you know, they're still terrorists, but they're just d- disturbed terrorists. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're mentally a... disturbed. I don't know. I, I see no problem with laws. I, I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the left needs to be more concise in what they're trying to argue, you know? Right. Um, and, and that's not these kids jobs either. I, I like that they're you know, that, that, you know, that they're yeah. marching and bringing awareness no, that's to the great. cause, that's but great. what are they going to do? You know, I mean, what are these pilots, what are the adults going to do? You know, for sure. And, and I mean, it's crazy that some of the things people are saying about these kids, oh like my God. You, the the names that they call them, like that state rep running for office in in Maine, calling the Emma Gonzalez a, a lesbian skinhead. I mean, just is, uh, yo, it's crazy. crazy. You talk, it's crazy. Kids. It's crazy. And that's you know, know that's the scary part about one it. of the most traumatic things that anybody will ever go through. So uh, you definitely got to have a lot of compassion for these kids, and they definitely have a right to have a platform and speak because they can speak from that perspective at the same time to anoint them as the future of policymaking um and and automatically kind of i get this sense that it's being like all oh, these kids of the future they're gonna they're gonna be our leaders into the future i mean well what what qualifies them to do that right now Nothing. Policymakers make policy. So, I mean, you can lobby. You definitely make lobbying efforts, efforts as a public, and that's what they're trying to do, which is great. 
But I mean, I, I remember one of the kids. It was David Hogg and the other one, the other dude. Now, not the one with the red hair, but he was on the Bill Maher show. Uh-huh. And and he says at the end, it's like closing, uh, closing saying was, you know, you guys fucked up the country. And I'm saying you guys, basically talking about everyone. He says you guys fucked everything up before us, and we're here to make it better and fix everything that you ruined. It's like, yeah. dude. What are you talking about, man? It's just, what are you right. talking about? No, he's not. He's <laughs> right about what? Baby what boomers right fucked about? up the country, man. Baby boomers are continuing to fuck up the country. Yeah, but, I mean, listen. Uh, that's such a a sweeping statement to make. Everything that's yeah. wrong is everything that's wrong with the United States is is baby from the baby boomer generation. And granted, we haven't, you know, our generation, the generation under us, hasn't been around long enough to fuck stuff up. We're gonna fuck stuff up too, but you know, and they probably will too. Yeah. So it's like absolutely. I mean, we're all in this together. So yeah, I mean, but certainly made mistakes along the way. But I mean, just the the know it allness of it all. Uh, it's just kind of just indicative of just 17 year old behavior where you think you know everything and you have all the answers and then once you kind of get into adulthood and you realize when life starts happening you don't know as much as you thought you did right but two things here at least they're on my side because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm with them and the the thing that yeah, me too in the, a way the thing that hurts right is um is the fact that there's is the is the lack of compassion for these being kids who just you know right. like you said yeah. they just you know they were part of one of the most traumatic things that can happen to anybody and you don't agree yeah. with their message and they're, they're, like you act like they're marching to I don't like I don't know to yeah it's not mean spirited what they're marching about yeah they're, they're like mean spirited about it yeah they're you know they they're genuinely concerned about something and and, and they're, right. at the end of the day they're kids of course that you know they, they have a lot to learn they're not you know they're not perfect yeah. but to, right. to say right. some of the things that, that that people are saying just because they're marching for something that you may that not agree, agree with, with. Right. but they're marching at the, at the end of the day like they're you know at the essence of it they're hurt and they're you know they're, they're scared and mm-hmm. if, if a school shooting doesn't tug on doesn't tug on your heart on your heartstrings, which we which we learned that with uh, Sandy Hook. Then, damn, mm-hmm. well, what the fuck will it take for people to really be concerned about you know about the epidemic of school shootings? If if you know like kids, you know kids getting killed and kids, you know marching and and being active, being proactive about you know their own safety. The safety of kids doesn't matter to you. Like you're you know you're that paranoid about your gun being taken away that the safety of a child isn't that cool to you or, or, or doesn't you know doesn't do anything for you like it's just what type of people you're dealing with and ultimately those type of people end up on the wrong side of history because history you know cause yeah, society totally. only gets more and more compassionate as as we progress society's going to keep yeah. progressing you know right. it has been since day one and there's you know there's mm-hmm. always that you know that that tractional energy so to speak that you know pushes back the other way but those people end up on the wrong side of history and you no, know i agree they look I back agree. and act like and say damn that's crazy that people used to think that way bitch you think that way like you know it's right. crazy that people used, you know it's crazy that people were against muhammad ali you know it's crazy Obama that people that people fought for slavery you know it's crazy right. that people were against martin luther king yeah but, you know it's uh, oh, but you know it's okay to be against Kaepernick, it's okay for 
you know, to be against kids fighting for their safety. Oh, that's different. 30 years from now, not even 30 years from now, 10 years from now, let's, you know, they're going to have to revisit this. I think the tide's this. already changed in, for Kaepernick, not in the NFL, but as far as how he's going to be received by the general population when they yeah. realize this guy's never going to get a, a look again while you have, you know, people who abused their wives and, and uh, their girlfriends and mm. done all this stuff are getting second chances and this guy's not. And then you have another police shooting and something yeah. that Kaepernick was fighting for. Like he's the one that's going to look very favorably in the end. Oh, it's boy. just uh, as far as what, what uh, I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way with the March is just kind of the animosity uh, that was directly like, ultimately you got to think the person who did this is the shooter who's like that's the one that's the the culprit here mm. and it's just i mean i think a lot of people look at it like okay what did like the nra did not they did not do this shooting mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't commit this crime maybe they stand for something that is it's just i don't know i'm trying to find the words for this but does what the nra stand for enable somebody like nicholas cruz that's a question that i feel like they they say yes and i'm trying to find i'm trying to wrap my head around like how do you prove that's the case kind of because the NRA doesn't. The NRA. I guess like, that they're so resistant to any form of gun control. Yeah. That they're they're empowering these people by being able to legally get their hands on high caliber weapons. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess I answered my own question, but yeah, I mean, it's uh. Okay. Ultimately, yeah, they're doing the right thing. They're, it, they're doing. They're fighting for something they believe in, and that's that's a positive. That's absolutely. a net positive. And as far as the NRA, the thing is, like they on paper, they're designed to also, you know, they're they're a protective agency. They're they're here to yeah. protect your rights to have guns and protect you know, and protect your rights. The earning power of man of gun manufacturers. I'm sorry. The earning power of gun manufacturers. Well. Yeah, but they're 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 here to protect your right to protect because the the whole point of having guns is for what protection, for for the most part. Hunting, that, hunting, sport, okay, but protection is what they're supposed to be concerned with, right? Because mm-hmm. they they want people to have guns in order to protect themselves, but right. there seems to be on the part of the NRA uh, less of an interest in actually uh, citizen protection then uh just the concept of just being able to, to have, have a gun you know at, right. at what cost like they don't care about yeah. the cost like they're they're not concerned with human lives they ultimately don't care about protection and we found that out with especially especially if you don't fit a certain demographic and we found that out with philando castillo, philando castillo. that was yeah. you know that yeah. that was like like he did everything case. by the book yeah right. right that was the perfect case of something that the nra is supposed to stand for crickets mm-hmm. Crickets yep. be so, yeah. That totally. that's why we need to uh, take a long, hard look at the NRA. Yeah, I got so. you. Did you just so you told me before this we started recording? Beyonce got bit in the face. Yeah, corner Tiffany Haddish. 
So we're wow. trying, it was by an actress. She said by it was an by, actress. by an unnamed actress. And Are we going to uh, speculate on who that actress was? Well, the Beehive already uh, pinned it on Sanaa Lathan, who denied it. I don't, I don't know where we got that from. She seems pretty stable. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just can't see Sanaa Lathan biting anybody. Like, that's just... All right, so my childhood. So this is a black actress that was. Someone huh? on Twitter had the um. Let me see if I can pull this tweet up. Somebody on Twitter had the perfect Seems like take. Courtney loves Allie though. So yeah. she was at that party. Only somebody said only a, a white woman, a white girl on Twitter said, "I as a white woman have to think that only a white woman would do that because only she could feel privileged enough to to uh, violate Beyonce's force field." Um, Tommy Lauren, Lauren. No fucking time, yo. That was man. Listen, <laughs> listen don't, don't even start that, man. That's not what the world needs oh, right man. now. Oh I, gosh, I, I set the world. I hate down. that she's so attractive. I just hate it. Yeah, I know. And you know who made her famous, right? Charlemagne. No, just oh. my people, us. Okay, like, I mean, he's a strong representative of your people. Huh? Charlemagne's a strong representative of your people, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, not not just you mean him. Black it's, Twitter. It's bigger, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go, Black Twitter. You know, and it's like, it's like, um, just being oh my god, to yeah. Him. Like, cause <laughs> people don't understand how media works. You know, like pe- yeah. people really think that these these big media conglomerates care about what you think. They don't care about what you think. They only care about what you see. And if you see them, they're cool with it. People over there yeah. like calling for yeah. the resin, the, the the resignation of uh, or the firing of Tommy Loren. Like you get fifty thousand, you get fifty thousand people to sign a petition that says that's fifty thousand views right there. That means all fifty thousand of those people have. Well, you got shares to... too, so then that's gonna multiply because yes. you know they're sharing and they're making a statement. Yeah. But uh, she was definitely she. I always I always feel like whenever you have somebody who's attractive like her or, or just even this even goes for anyone that just is, is a voice for conservatism. That's kind of a, of a a unique voice. If they, if you have, whether it's a, like conservatives love just hot blonde girls espousing their beliefs. So I feel like she definitely tried to make it as an actress or something in another light earlier on. Or even just maybe even a legitimate media source, and Whoa. then it wasn't working for her. So then she just started going off the rails. Well, yeah, because she was, you know, she was liberal. Conspiracies. She was liberal early on. Yeah, and you know, yeah. li- you know, liberal media pundits are a dime a dozen. You know, I mean, the media is largely, very largely liberal. So yeah. It just so if you wanted to break out, started. if you wanted to break out yourself, you could just start talking about pizza gate. Yeah, and, I'd have to Fox be Sheriff News Joe Clark. Fox News will put you right on. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, they put you right on, yeah. If I was yeah. Sheriff Joe Clark or um, what's that old-ass NFL player who something Burgess. It's like it's one of those people with two last names. I don't, I don't trust those type of people. Stacey Dash. Yeah, Stacey Dash is an interesting she, case because she ain't popping. She's fine as shit, but she ain't popping. I think she's running for office. Yeah, okay. Is she the one that bit Beyonce? Yeah, I doubt it. It, it it was a listen, man. It was, I, I'm I'm gonna say Lena Dunham, or, or Amy Schumer. It was a it was a <laughs> it was a liberal progressive ass white woman, probably oh, Chrissy man. Teigen or somebody. 
Like it was. I don't know. I don't think no, Chrissy Teigen's white. She's not. I don't know. She's probably like. Uh, uh, what's don't that? Uh, no, Italian's white. She's like you know a mix. She's she's definitely mixed with something, maybe Hawaiian or something. I don't know. I have no idea. She looks Croatian to me, but yeah. So how bad is the bite? Is this a know. chunk? Is she gonna be scarred? This was a long surgery? time ago after the at the, at the Grammy party. It's like, a long time ago. Have you seen okay. that picture of Beyonce and Tiffany Haddish? That selfie that Tiffany Haddish took with Beyonce? No. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it was that night when they took it. So uh, apparently. Okay, before. Beforehand. I'm guessing. And you know, uh, they they fell out that night. They fell out. Yeah. So because you know, uh, Beyonce threw a shot at her on that song with uh Beyond on that song with Jay Z and Future. That Khaled song. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't hear that. What did she say? <sighs> I forgot. I only li- that, that song's pretty bad. I only listened to it once. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, what did, she what said. what, what did, how did how did it. Tiffany Haddish respond? I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't think Tiffany's gonna go at Beyonce. I don't think anybody will go at Beyonce because the Beehive will get you all the way the fuck up out of here like they did my baby <laughs> Carrie Hilson. <laughs> well, what did she do? She had that her and Beyonce had beef. Like I, I guess she over was over what? Uh, uh basically but more or less because Carrie felt like she should be well, she should be Beyonce. She felt yeah. like she was more talented than Beyonce and Oh you know, really? I'm not So she did like the uh so she treated like stand up treat Kevin Hart. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But it, I mean Yeah, never mind. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I love Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not She's about still, to piss the beehive off. Um, yeah, I like Carrie too. She made uh, she she had a couple good songs. That now no, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't make music no more. Beehive got her all the way up out of there. You just, wow, you, know, you can't you can't expect to diss Beyonce and just watch blessings rain down. So, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to tread lightly here because I'm not trying to get stung. Are you trying to? Hey, you got to get this podcast popping, man. You got to get this on the. Man, this listen, is this is how you make waves. They will get us banned from iTunes, man. They'll find a way to get us banned from iTunes. <laughs> I ain't, listen, I'm not messing with God. Find out our addresses. Daughter Beyonce. Find out our addresses. Yeah. Find, go go through the iCloud. Find all the damning pictures. Listen. Ruin our lives. Listen, the 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 Beehive is the is the new Secret Service. Like they're big, they're they're big sister. They're, they're always watching, waiting for you to. <laughs> Waiting for you to run a foul, man. Like I, I ain't crossing the beehive. I'll I'll play with the IRS while I play with the beehive. Okay, is, that's I guess that's the lesson of the day. Then don't mess don't, with the beehive. Do not, not for right. the beehive. Yeah. All right. So until next time. Yup. I'm Sean Storms. Tom Schneider. And this has been the Know Where the Mixtape. We're out of here. Have a good day. <laughs>